Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Health made easy. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Well, you hear about a nervous stomach, and gosh, I, I, I think that that sounds like something women used to say back in, you know, the 40s. Oh, I have a nervous stomach or a sensitive stomach, but it really is pretty common these days. And then you hear the people with the iron stomach, they can eat ribs and fried chicken, and nothing seems to bother them. My guest today, Dr. Stephen Wangen, he's the medical director and co-founder of the IBS Treatment Center. So Dr. Wangen, are, there, are those real terms, are those physiological terms, iron stomach and nervous stomach? Hey, Melanie. Yeah, that's a good question, you know, because you would think they are. I can't tell you how many times I've had patients tell me that other doctors have used those words, have told them that they had a nervous stomach or have told them that they have a sensitive stomach. or And, and people, you know, doctors are doing it and average people are doing it. They're telling their kids, you know, oh, my kid just has a sensitive stomach or a nervous stomach or I do, you know, and and we're using those as if they are actual definable diagnoses, and they're really not. They're really just very generic words that don't mean a whole lot. No. So so when we, we think about somebody with a nervous stomach, butterflies, or just somebody who can't handle, oh, I can't eat spicy food, you know, those kind of people. So I don't have a lot of patience for them. No, no, I'm just kidding. But people do really have issues. They can't eat cauliflower, they can't eat broccoli, or they can't eat this or that, and lettuce has to be chopped up. And if they don't have something diagnosed, like IBS or Crohn's, then what does that mean? And what can you do about something called a nervous stomach? Sure. Well, if you, let's say, for example, you go on stage, you know, or you're speaking in front of a big audience or something, and then you get butterflies. That's one thing. That's, that's different. Maybe that really is a nervous stomach. You know, that's just something that, that you've got an incredibly unusual situation and you might be anxious about it. But if you're just going through your regular day, you know, you're a kid and you're going to school or you're going to work or you're doing whatever, and, and you don't feel good. You know, often it's a tummy ache or it's, gas or it's bloating or it's it, it might even be nausea or in kids it might be nausea or they might be even throwing up and, and the, you go to the doctor right and they go to the doctor and people say oh I got something wrong I don't know what it is I just don't feel good my stomach doesn't feel good I feel indigestion or we use all these different words and then and if nothing shows up like you said if there's no Crohn's and there's no ulcerative colitis and there's no ulcers and this you know there's just and for most people, there is nothing like that because most people have these issues, literally 80% or more. They go in and the doctor says, well, you're fine. You just have a nervous stomach. And what that does is all of a sudden it puts this framework around it as if it's just, it's anxiety. Oh, it must be anxiety. Oh, it must, you know, what, I, there's just nothing really wrong. It's just anxious. And and the problem with that is it's too easy and it's it's thrown around too much. It's It's not being objectively diagnosed as, wow, you really are anxious. It's just an easy one for doctors to use and for anybody to use and just say, oh, you're anxious. And who's going to really question that? Because everybody can find some level of stress or anxiety in their life, right? You know, it's, it's nobody's going around, hardly anybody's going around saying, well, you know, I just never have any anxiety or stress. I yeah, <laughs> that would be cool. nice, wouldn't it? You know, yeah, you know, and that and, and and we think maybe there are people like that out there, but there aren't very many people like that. And uh, and so it's an easy one. It's just a it's a write off, and the doctor's just sort of blowing this off, unfortunately, and saying, "Well, there's nothing wrong, and it's just a nervous stomach." And 
And really, there's something wrong. There's, you shouldn't have that because not everybody has a nervous stomach or a sensitive stomach. And if you're having abdominal discomfort and you're having these issues in your stomach, it's probably that there's something actually causing it. And that, and and that yeah sure it's worse when you're anxious and you're you're stressed that's always going to exacerbate any health problem it's not like stress and anxiety ever made a health problem better you know I don't think I can think of one example of that but it's gonna it's gonna manifest it's gonna exacerbate whatever's weakening that digestive tract so something's making it weaker and and unfortunately uh you're not one of those people going around saying yeah i have an iron stomach and the men love that right they love to say, oh i have an iron stomach i can eat yeah. anything or women say that about their husband yeah so <laughs> i mean really and then but what do they but then what do you tell people they can do is it about ph is it about regulating that is it about you know acid building up what is it well, the first thing is, of course, saying, wait a minute, there's something real going on here. Not, not, oh, yeah, it's just a nervous stomach. We're saying, well, you know, there really is an issue. And what is it is, of course, this broad, broad of area. Is. There's this landscape of issues that could be causing it. And it's not going to be just one, one single simple thing as, oh, everybody just needs to go gluten-free or everybody just needs to take this supplement or whatever. It's figuring out what exactly is causing you to feel that way. And it's interesting that it's a it's certainly a process that's a detective process that we do at the IBS treatment center, but I can't tell you, yeah, it's always gonna be, well, we're gonna change your diet in this way or in that way. We're gonna break things down and look at all the kinds of things that people hear about that affect digestion, whether it's that bacterial world in your gut, what's going on with that? Is it um all these different food reactions from gluten to dairy to soy to corn to you name it to yeah, to cruciferous vegetables to what's your pH going doing in there, you know, what, what enzymes, all of these things that people hear about are part of that microbial and that, that ecosystem in your gut, just that whole vast ecosystem of issues that are happening in that digestive tract. It's it's a complex world and it's it's not good to just write it off as something as simple as a nervous stomach because it's such a more complex area that we can whittle down if we really want to and if your doctor is really an expert in doing that. And and that's what I like to see people have is a digestive tract that's not not even something they remark about. It's just like, oh, yeah, I, as long as I take care of it, it takes care of me and everything's great and we don't have any issues. And that's the way it should be. That's what good digestion should be is is not thinking about, oh, my gosh, uh, I got to worry. Um, you know, I've got a sensitive stomach and I'm going to get car sick, you know, if I go somewhere, or, uh, those kinds of issues. So that do you think that people... Sweet. Do you think that we are bacteria deficient and that we really have over-sanitized our guts and that's why we're seeing more and more of these things cropping up and probiotics, a huge industry. So now do you think that that is really one of the answers to kind of leveling out our intestinal system? That's certainly one big part of it, yeah, because that microbial world in there, all those bacteria are affected by everything else. They're affected by everything you eat. And by either positively or negatively, and they're affected by any other any supplements you take. They're affected by any medications you take. They're dramatically affected by lots of medications. I mean, if you're just taking acid blockers for your nervous stomach, now instead of really solving the cause of the problem, what you've done is you've changed the pH of that whole world. Sure, you've just changed it, right? That's the whole goal of the the drug. That's what it's supposed to do: is change the pH of the world. 
And maybe you feel a little better or maybe you don't feel any better. You just take it because your doctor said, here, try this. Um, and it didn't really address the problem, but you're taking it anyway. But if even if it does help you feel a little better, it's not addressed the cause of the problem. It's just changed the symptom. It's changed the feeling. And now what you've done is, you know, just like any other ecosystem, if you look, you know, if you just look outside your window and you say, wow, look at this environment or this park and these trees, if we start changing the pH of that world and it's going to change what grows there. Yeah, absolutely. Gonna, now we only have yeah. about 30 seconds left. Dr. Wang, and wrap it up for us. <clears throat> hey, well, what people should do, should realize is that if they're feeling like they're getting written off a little too easily with some of these terms like nervous stomach and sensitive stomach, and they really they feel like something more serious than that is going on, it probably is. It's just not something that's dangerous enough for their regular doctor to find, but it's something real and something that can... I'm sure, dramatically improve their life once it could get sorted out. So they need to try to find somebody who can help them and don't and just not give up because it's just like if your car's not getting fixed, don't give up. You know, you find the mechanic. That's right. You, you gotta, that's you right. And you can't give too. up because you just have to do it. And, and Dr. Stephen Wang, a fan favorite here on Radio MD, this is Melanie Cole. Thanks for listening and stay well.